Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Silence of the Lambs. The Silence of the Lambs is a 1991 psychological horror film directed by Jonathan Demme, adapted from Thomas Harris's 1988 novel of the same name. It follows Clarice Starling, a young FBI trainee who has been sent to the Baltimore State Hospital for the criminally insane to interview an inmate, Dr. Hannibal the Cannibal Lecter, a renowned psychiatrist turned infamous serial killer in the hopes that he can provide her with some clues to finding another killer known as Buffalo Bill. Now, with every visit to the manipulative doctor's heavily reinforced prison cell, Clarice delves just a little bit deeper into the dark mind of a homicidal maniac. We are walking straight into the open mouth of Hannibal Lecter this week, and taking us there is our very special guest, Kat Benstead. Welcome, Kat. Hi, thanks for having me. Look, normally, normally at this point, I just want to jump in and say that we would be telling you to go fuck yourself for making us watch something scary. But, Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> fucking great movie, so thank you. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, I'll second that. Tip of the hat, it was... Oh, so I had not seen this before. I know obviously oh, it's a classic. Oh, really? Yes. How do you not understand Come on, my mate. relationship to yeah, horror really? movies? I feel like I feel like it's been pretty clear this whole way through. <laughs> I watched this when I was like six. Ooh, oh, well, that's, that's, that's cooked. Yeah. You both get a whoo from me. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Sean and I are in the middle. We saw it at yeah, the right 15, time. 15, I reckon. 15, 16, 17. I can't remember when. No. Nice. you got to remember for me that like Hannibal came out, I think, when I was 14. And that was oh, the movie, that, was your movie. that I chose not to watch oh, with all my yeah. friends and instead read a book in another yeah. room. That was your origin story. Yeah. It's my origin story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sansa Lambs was a very quality watch. So yeah, I second Tom's not awesome. fuck you and instead a thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. There's still time though. Like, don't worry. <laughs> sure. But before we jump into Sansa Lambs chat, I want to ask Kat, what is your history with horror and where do you fall on the scaredy scale? Um, well, I have a very good relationship with horror. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to brag. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I take back my non fuck you. You can have it. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a fantastic relationship with horror. I'm a very big horror fan and have a podcast where you've all come and talked about horror with me, mm-hmm. uh, which has been so much fun and eye opening for, for me as a horror enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I started watching horror at a pretty young age, not knowing that they were really horror films. Do you remember, obviously you said six was the age you watched uh, Silence of the Lambs. Do you remember the very first horror you watched? Um, It probably would have been either Silence of the Lambs or The Sixth Sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. To be honest, I'm a bit happy about that because if you'd watched... (laughs) Like, what, then you would have had to be four or something to watch your very first horror movie if you watched Silence of the Lambs at six. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, um, my dad is obsessed with, like, crime procedurals and, like, anything with the FBI. And so yeah. he bought Silence of the Lambs home on movie night and we were just like, eh, it's just another cop movie that right. dad loves. Yep. And then when Sixth Sense, I can't remember, I would have watched them around the same time. Not that they sure, came out yeah. around the same time. Yeah. 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 Um, my dad was just like, oh, Bruce Willis, fantastic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and did not realise what the movie was about yeah. at all. Well, good. And let us watch it. probably just like, Bruce Willis, Die Hard, Police, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would have been my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, if for someone who loves horror so much, does it still scare you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But- I am... Um, I, I don't know. I like being scared. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Rubbing it in. <laughs> Go deeper on that, because I've, I've honestly, like, as a scaredy boy, I generally don't... Like, obviously, we've had other guests who are brave and, and sort of seek that as well. So what is it for you about being scared that is enjoyable? It's I don't, it's just fun, and it's not permanent. Right. So Yeah, yeah, okay. And a lot of horror movies have fantastic storylines and characters mm. and insane special effects, and then afterwards you get to debrief and you'd get to decide whether you're going to ever watch that fucking movie ever again or not. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you feel the same way about like um like scary carnival rides? Do you enjoy those as well? Uh yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm connecting the dots here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're doing a full like Hannibal Lecter psycho- psychological profile here. Just like, do you like horror movies? Yes. Do you also like scary rides? <laughs> I don't like haunted houses or anything or like those like terror houses because I have really poor eyesight as it is and (laughs) if something is really dimly lit like I cannot see a thing and so going into those I'm just like well I may as well have my eyes closed yeah I I feel that yeah I feel that big time (laughs) is it because you've got your eyes closed though Sean like you go into a haunted house well your eyes are closed well no because I I can't see shit mate (laughs) because your eyes are closed do you wear glasses (laughs) yeah Yeah, I guess I don't even need glasses. Why did I? Why did they bother? <laughs> now I work it out. You often clean your glasses while watching a horror movie, Sean. I wonder why. Uh, yeah, that's one of my that's one of my sneaky tricks. That's Tom. a good trick. I didn't even realize. No, that's funny though. That's I've never realized that's a trick, but it is. That's a good mm. trick. Now I kind of hate Fuck. my twenty twenty vision. Gonna sticky tape them to your ears. <laughs> we'll get you some fake blue light ones. You know the ones that you just wear for blue light that don't actually have a prescription, and then you guys have glasses to clean. That's true, but no, 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 doesn't still doesn't work because. When Sean t- and you, t- I should take your glasses off to clean them in a horror movie. You can no longer see the horror movie. Damo and I, we're just taking. <laughs> oh, off glasses we're seeing it better than ever. Yeah, unless I'm cleaning yeah. my glasses by looking down like intently at the glasses <laughs> with a blanket over my head. <laughs> Me taking my glasses off is like your version, Tom, of checking IMDb. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that that's yeah, fair. That's, that's checks. I do yeah. love that trick. It's a great tactic. Yeah. We've all got our yeah. tricks. Yeah. Do you read the synopsis? No, 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 no. I, I just look up like, oh, what, what, what has this actor also mm. been in? And oh, why do I yeah. recognise the producer? And uh, oh. yeah. how much money did this movie make? Just you know, get little trivia and stuff like that. I don't read the synopsis because yeah. I'm, I'm not that bad. 
<laughs> I have done that before, before going into certain horror films. So yeah. I wouldn't blame you if you did. Are there some that's like freak you out? Like that you are like, nah, good thanks. Like even for you who loves the the thrill. Uh, home invasion films. Ooh. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. Have you yeah. seen The Strangers? That is the one that solidified that fear for me. So, yeah. n- nope. Because you know how you said that when you watch horror movies, it's all good because nothing's permanent. That kind of is. <laughs> that shit's permanent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no thanks. What's the scariest movie you've ever seen? Um, For a long time, it was Sinister. Mm. That definitely, yeah. um, just because of the aesthetics of that film as well. I don't know if you guys have watched it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it's it lingers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then um, Martyrs. Ooh, haven't watched oh, that no, one. No. That's a Joel Dusish special demo. We're never doing Ooh, that. Ooh, okay, that's yeah. everything I need to know. Yeah, that's off the list. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really horrible. Um, and probably I spit on your grave yeah. was really bad. Oh, no, as well. that's another one. Uh, yeah. that'll ruin your day and your okay. life. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there are some that I just I've watched, and it's okay, cool. That's it for me. Mm. Thanks. What's your favorite? horror subgenre oh that's a good one um i love a good slasher because they're fun Mm -hmm. and probably something with a lot of blood because it's just if it's done over the top it's funny right do you have a favorite slasher then probably the scream series yeah they're excellent yeah yeah they're just so they're too much fun and they're very meta and Mm. make fun of themselves so yeah they're they're rewarding on sort of lots of different levels yeah and they're not that scary so (laughs) true well for for me. For you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Remember yeah, yeah. your audience, cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's jump back into Silence of the Lambs. So I guess my, my question to you, Kat, is if you watch this at six, how many times have you watched this movie? Oh, my, at least like five times a year since then. Whoa. Wow, okay. <laughs> that was not the, when you were like at least five, I'm like, oh, at least five more times. No. Jesus, that's like, I can't do math, but I'm assuming it's more, that's, <laughs> that's more than like a hundred. I really love this movie. <laughs> That's like comfort movie levels of rewatching. Um, yes. Jeez. That's like Paddington. <laughs> I actually watch Silence of the Lambs after every horror movie. Oh, really? That's your chaser. Oh, that's your chaser. <laughs> that's your chaser. Wow. But, um, you live a very different life to us. It's a charmed one. <laughs> yeah. um, Clarice Starling is the reason mm. that I went on to do my criminology degree. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, I have a very deep love for this movie and for Clarice, mm. so... I was just like, I'm going to be her, I'm going to be a criminal profiler, and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to catch the Hannibal Lecters of the world. Yeah, great. And then I went into marketing so <laughs> and became the Hannibal Lecter of the world. So I read that the FBI like 100% cooperated with the movie because they were like, it's, it's free publicity for us because they thought that it would get more women to apply for the FBI. Oh, that's, oh wow! Yeah. So they were just—they were like, if you can film it, you, know, you can film at the office. You can do whatever you want. We're here to help, mm. which is pretty cool. Oh my god, I would have. Oh my god, imagine being at the BAU and oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, Clarice is such a great. She's definitely one of the things I really loved about this this movie, and it's because she's so competent. Like she's so good. Like I, I was even noted that when uh, she's first talking to talking to the doctor of the hospital. And she's like complimenting him and sort of when she says, oh, it might be better if I go in by myself. What do you think? Like she's already like you can see that she's good at what she does because she's manipulating him even before she yeah. gets to Hannibal. Yeah. And then and then when she goes up against Hannibal, she knows, oh, those tactics aren't going to work. And she goes, you know, for a different sort of route in. She is just an incredible, incredibly capable character. Oh, yeah. Hannibal's a different beast to, is it Dr. Chilton? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 
Because like, what's his thing? He's like, oh, well, then he gets a bit annoyed. Well, why did you bother? You know, I could have avoided walking down here. But then she's like, snaps straight back and is like, but then I would have missed out on the pleasure of your company. Yes, and it's like, yeah. oh, you're really good at what you do. Yeah. yeah. Really good. He likes to have his ego stroked. Yeah. <laughs> Hopkins Fuck. is a beast in this. Oh, he's unstoppable. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Do you know how much screen time he had? Go on. 25 minutes. And <laughs> he won. And he won the Oscar for lead actor. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, I can't imagine that in this like these days. That's a supporting actor win every day of the week. Right? Like, how well, did you get lead actor? Look yeah. at look at um, Django Unchained. Right. So mm. Christoph Waltz won for best supporting mm. for that. Yeah. Right? And he is in that movie probably for an hour more. Like it's a two and a half hour movie, but he's on screen for an hour. Yep. Surely yeah, he's one right. of the first characters we see. He's in it right up until the last thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So really, he's in it heaps, and mm. he's supporting. Surely the, what happened is the Academy judges watched this movie and in the first 30 seconds of, le- of Hopkins showing up doing this, mm. their heads all exploded. And they, just <laughs> they just forgot to check how long he... They're like, oh, he must have been on screen for four hours, surely. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's his impact though, yeah? Like, it's crazy. Oh, He's yeah. so fucking this good. one of only three films in history to win... Uh, what did it win? Picture... Director, screenplay, actor, actress. Yeah. Only shit. three films have ever done it. It's crazy. It is amazing. Oh, so it's yeah. it's such obviously a classic. Mm. And again, me watching it for the first time, I can hundred percent see why. Like if this came out this year, I would be as impressed by it. Like this the storyline and the storytelling is so well done and it is it is never pandering to the audience. It is always you have to keep up with this film, I found. Like with all the little details that are happening, like the clues that she's solving that he's given her, it's almost telling us after the fact. We're not watching her figure it out like some montage of her like pinning things to a board and <laughs> connecting dots or anything like that. No, she's walked in and gone, oh, anagram. And we're like, hold on, wait a second. What? What was the anagram? I missed all that. You know, like you have to really keep up with this film, which is something that I really loved about it because, yes, there were there were scary parts of it. But as a procedural and as a as like a almost like a Sherlock Moriarty style um, relationship, it was really well done. Like that, that that problem solving and having these clues that you need to solve, I found awesome. Like that's the part that I really connected with. Yeah. Um, I did, however, I I watched this during the day last Sunday um, with Holly, and we're like, let's have a lovely lunch. Let's make the most of this. <laughs> and the lunch that we had was a cranksky, like in a roll. <laughs> And I'll be honest, it felt like a mistake. Eating what is essentially a meat stick during a movie about a cannibal is a bad idea. Did the skin come oh, yeah. off it when you cooked it? I mean, it, yeah, it did, yeah. can't it? I pierced the skin, yep. so, it would, yeah, you know how it yeah. works. Look, it looked like a dick and it's, <laughs> you're eating a person. Yeah, so, like, I was having a good time, but I was also having a bad time, if I'm being honest. That's a problem, isn't it, when you're at home watching a movie for this podcast? What was the one we did? Recently, and I said to Tom, "Can I eat a meal while I watch it?" And he was, mm. <laughs> and he was like, "You'll be fine." But that's not always the case. I'm trying to think what that was now. I think it was the Babadook. Oh, you can eat in that. Yeah. That's fine. You can eat in that. Yeah, yeah. eat early though. Yeah, early, always. <laughs> um, and just on Hannibal, I, I mean, he's so obviously creepy. And I did read one of the things that I, which I, I clocked, and I actually didn't read till later was that he so rarely blinks. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and one of the facts I read was that um, Anthony Hopkins had a friend that he knew from London who basically never blinked and everyone always found it really disconcerting. Oh. So when he got offered this role, he's like, oh, I'll use that. I'm never going to blink as this character. Uh, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah, you should. I'm like, it is so disconcerting, isn't it? I want to see if people will pick it up and be like, Are you, have you blinked? You'll have interactions where people will not necessarily realise what's happening, but will just walk away being like, fuck, that was the weirdest conversation I've ever had. I don't know why. That girl was so weird. I don't know if that's what you want. It depends. Cat, is that what you want? Is that? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> People are going to walk away and go, that cat's got a real Hannibal vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Give her an Oscar. Wasn't she vegan? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But another thing I also read is, you know how like that first scene where when she's walking up the hallway and then we cut to Hannibal and he's like looking at the camera and tracks it as it it enters sort of that middle um, shot. Originally, um, that was actually Hopkins' idea because he's like, well, Hannibal should be so in the know and ahead, and ahead of everyone. It's almost like he knows there's a camera there. Like, they almost did it deliberately so the audience is like, oh, shit, he's looking at me. Like, he's that far ahead of everybody else. Mm. Oh, that's, that's, that's yucky. It makes me feel bad. <laughs> I don't want to know that Hannibal No, I, I like to think that Hannibal would be okay with me, but then I don't fucking know. The man's insane. But also... He has rules, so I can respect that. Like, mm. there's that great, that great bit um, once he's escaped. And that whole mm. sequence is fucking awesome. But oh, yeah. Where um, the other uh, woman at the FBI training camp, who's, who's uh, Clarice's friend, says he's going to come after you. And she's like, no, he wouldn't. He would, he, would, he would see that as being rude. Yeah, yeah. Like, just that she's... It, it does two things. A, it explains everything about who Hannibal is, but it also shows you that Clarice is clever enough who after three or four meetings with this guy knows everything she needs to know about yes. yeah. that... No, he wouldn't do that because it would be rude. So it's like, oh, she's fucking, again, as, as you said before, she's competent. And how fucking mm. refreshing is that in like a horror It's movie? pretty yeah. telling, too, that the first time she mentions him in the film, when she's talking to her boss, she goes, oh, Hannibal the Cannibal. She's all excited. But then from then on, I think she only refers to him as Dr. Lecter. Yes. For the rest of the film. There is like a, a respect there. Yeah, great call. And like even, even with um, when they realize that Buffalo Bill has dressed up as a woman and, and she says, well, transvestites generally aren't aggressive, they're timid. Like, even that, that she knows these things and she knows that he would know that. Like, there's all these little details that are just so th- are thrown out there, almost like I feel like a, a lesser movie would be like, oh, that's going to be our big hook or a big twist for that scene or whatever. And but this movie doesn't even stop. It just throws it out there, keeps going on to the next thing and the next yep. thing. Yeah, I just find that that uh, transvestite storyline is so strange when it's clear that Buffalo Bill is a woman hater. Mm. Yes. Not a someone who would like to be a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's just like, oh... No, and now you've gone out and made all like these trans people look like they're fucking violent people. Good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when that's not the yeah. case. And Clarice does say that. Yeah, well she says that and then even Hannibal says he's not a transvestite. Basically he's just got he's got like an identity crisis. And even another fact I read was that you know when we're in his house and we see like um you see a few Nazi swastikas around the place. Yeah. So apparently the production design team made sure the house was littered with memorabilia from many different places and organizations to indicate that he had such an identity disorder that he's tried to be a part of so many different walks of life oh, and ideologies okay, yeah. just to try to fit wow. in. That's kind of good. So I, I think that's really good is that they introduced the transvestite thing, but Hannibal and Clarice both sort of quickly say, but that's not why he's doing yeah. it. It's, it's an identity disorder that is his real thing. There's that, yeah. great, that great line of Hannibal's where he's like, um, he hated himself. Mm. So he assumed... I, I must be transsexual, yes. but that's not it. What he what he is is something 
worst. It, like it's not that he hates he hates being a human. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a monster. And that's that. He's yeah. working through some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he loves moths and killing people. <laughs> Ed Gein turned his mum into a like a lampshade. So like <laughs> Was that is that who Buffalo Bill is like loosely based on? Is Ed Gein obviously yeah. the famous Ed Gein and um Ted Bundy? No, not Ted Bundy. Um oh, not Ed Kemper. There's another one. I see, um, I knew you'd be good for knowing some serial killers before us. <laughs> oh, he um he killed young men. Oh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, that's one. Because he also ate ooh. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Bundy was a reference too, uh, though, Tom. Um, there was a someone from the FBI would worked some cases with Bundy. Like, he would go to Bundy, visit him in prison and get information, much like Clarice does with Hannibal. So, I think that was a reference as well. Right. There is a FBI profiler by the name of John Douglas who started the BAU and he would go and interview, like, every serial killer when he first entered because they wanted to kind of create this psychological Mm -hmm. unit that studied the, um, like, serial killings and how they could track these people's, like, motives and what you know, their, um, like, telltale signs mm. of whatever. And so he was actually on the BTK case and, like, helped catch him and the Green River Killer and Richard Speck. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, without him, the BAU wouldn't have existed. Oh, that's so, so interesting. The mind That's what Mindhunter is. The show Mindhunter yeah. is those guys. Cool. Right. Great. Yeah. And once I saw this hilarious comment on Facebook, because when they were introducing the BTK storyline at the end of the first season of Mindhunter, someone wrote, do you think it's like an alternative universe and this killer just lives there? And I'm like, this is real life. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is our universe. <laughs> this, is our, this happened right here. If you, if you Google that guy, he's a real guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, this is, this is unre- unrelated mm. to Science of the Lands, but is related to serial killers. And it's the best fact I've ever learned about serial killers ever. You mentioned Ed Kemper before. Yeah. Um, who is a serial killer. Uh, he has apparently a really soothing, unusual voice. Like yep. It's quite a quite a lovely voice to listen to, to the point where at one point when he was in prison, publishing companies to save money made him read out audiobooks. And yep. No. Yep. Including oh novelizations of the Star Wars movies. So if you were listening oh. to the audiobook of Star Wars as a kid, you're listening to Ed Kemper read you Star Wars. That's terrible. Oh, that is- that's Wild. terrifying. Can you imagine that today? Imagine that happening. <laughs> right? Fucking right? hell, that's really bad. But to, to his credit, he has a lovely voice. Wow. He does. He also wore women's shoes and masturbated in them. Ah, mm. see. See, so. While wearing the shoes or into the shoes? He'd wear them and he'd also, like, hang himself, like, off. Oh, no, that was BTK. He used to hang himself off doors while masturbating. Um- <laughs> Real rogues gallery going on yeah. here. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> um, so we're on Crawford. So Crawford was sort of based off of that guy. Yeah. yeah. One thing I liked about him is that we get like, a lot of people are very capable in this movie. So I really like how we have that scene where he sends Clarice in without telling her that what he really wants is for Hannibal to help them with the Buffalo Bill case because he knows that if if Hannibal knew that agenda, he wouldn't want to help. So, like, I kind of like that because Crawford knows he's not smarter than Hannibal. He knows Hannibal's insanely smart. But he also knows he can use that intelligence almost against him by sending in someone who's ignorant, who doesn't know all the facts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's good. And Clarice is a rookie as well at this point. Mm. Like, she's just, I think she's only eight months in or something into the FBI. Right. Mm. But um, so it's quite interesting that, like, obviously, if they didn't choose Clarice, the whole story wouldn't have happened. But it's interesting that they went with someone so innocent and open-minded like she's not Mm. jaded she's not bitter towards like investigation at all like she's just very enthusiastic about it as well so she's gonna obviously play her cards right in this whole situation moving forward yeah yeah and it's her it's her enthusiasm or passion that i think we see in a lot of the characters across this film so obviously in hannibal in crawford in the doctor lecter in the guy, the insect guys who are like telling her about the moths, like all these people are so oh, passionate to bless. the point of almost being creepy themselves. It's almost like it's trying to say like <laughs> passion to the nth degree becomes this like creepy obsession almost. Oh, they're yeah. all creepy. Yeah. Like if you think about it, Hannibal's probably the one man in this film that treats Clarice yeah. properly. Treats yes. her like an equal. Like Crawford, Crawford, I think is taking advantage of her. I, I just think like Crawford realizes he can't deal with Hannibal, mm. so he put he puts her in a bad position and doesn't really tell her. Yeah, uh, and then everyone else, every other man in the movie, basically is either abusive to her or is really hitting on her. Mm. And Hannibal's the only one who kind of treats her with respect. It's bizarre. It's, it yeah. is. It is very. Yeah. It's also there's a great uh, thing I was reading about this movie where. And I didn't real like I, I remember the first time I watched it, I read this thing, and then I forgot about it. I was watching it recently again the other night um, for this, and I remembered it. Looked for the article, read the article again because watching it, you can see it. Where the way they filmed it is, the camera is usually at her height. Yes, if it's not like if 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 it's not you know just a general shot, so that you see the world as she would, and it's literally. Like, it's this domineering, all the men are a lot taller than her, all of the spaces she's in are a lot bigger than her. And it's basically this thing of the filmmaker being like, hey, imagine what it's like having the... It's literally 
what do we do when we covet? It's something we see every day. It's gazing, people looking you up and down. Whoa. The whole movie, including the way the cinematography is set up, is just male gaze on crack at you. It yes. forces you to be in that position. Yep. And it's it's so well done, except for a lot of the scenes with Hannibal, the balance is equal. They're either both sitting right. down or they're both standing up. Uh, now, a, lot of, a lot of Hannibal's stuff is still to camera. It's very her point of view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, sorry, what I mean is that uh, he's at the same, like their eye levels are often the same. Uh, okay, yeah, so they're equals. That's, yes. that's nice. Yes, because the power dynamic between her and Hannibal is equal, whereas the power dynamic between her and all yeah. these other men mm. is not yeah. equal. And that's why right. that, that final shot of the handshake between her and Crawford, the, where it zooms in on the slow motion of their hands shaking, it's the first time uh, any other male character treats her with any sort of level where we're equals. Yeah. We're not you know, doing anything bad. This this movie too is just full of little details. Like I love um, when she goes to visit him in the prison. It's just a glass thing. And I read that originally they mm. had the bars up, but it was just creating too much of a divide when the director wanted intimacy between the two of them when they're talking to each other. Oof. They just put the glass yeah, panel okay. up, which is such a great idea. Mm. Especially now, like, it, you know, now it's 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 a staple of this movie that it, like people recognize yep. like that, the mask, these sorts of things. Mm. Um, so interesting that that's the decision. Mm. That was why it was done. Um, well, before we move on, I just also want to mention uh, the lamb story. Oh, yeah. That was exceptional. <laughs> so, again, I hadn't seen this movie before. I was unaware why it was even called The Silence of the Lambs. But but the, the thing I loved about that story is that it tells us everything we need to know about Clarice and why she does what she does. Yep. Yep. It's just even even the little rhetorical questions of when he asks her um, have the lambs when he rings her and asks her if the lambs mm. have stopped screaming and you're like fuck that's good yeah, yeah. it's so good oh, I just got chills <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it yeah that whole scene I've just fucked. been watching the TV show so um, she explained the lamb story to somebody else mm. in this um, in the TV show and I was just like oh and they just go even further into it and I was like oh no I get really sad <laughs> it's such a powerful scene though because it's it's great because she's being quite vulnerable and telling this story that basically is her origin story effectively yeah. But yeah. the best part about it is when they do the reverse shots of Hannibal and he is starving for this story mm. this story is literally like he's eating the story he's consuming it at like and he wants more and then they get to a point where they just stop showing his reactions and you don't realise for ages and you're like, we've just been looking at Clarice for like 14 minutes. This is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's That's so the Oscar good. right there. Because Hannibal Lecter is a narcissist and a sociopath with psychopathic tendencies. Okay. And so the thing with narcissists is that they consume all this information about you so that they can use it against you later. Oof. And it's like they just never forget because they want to weaponize what you've told them in your most vulnerable moments. And Hannibal does do that mm. to her. Yeah. Mm. He, he uses the, he the information as currency so that then he will also give her information back. It's great. Brilliant. Oh, it's so it's good. good. <sighs> and I did read that like um, originally the director was going to go to Montana to film a scene of, of young Clarice and the lambs, basically the story she was telling, actually film some of it to intercut with her telling the story. But they basically filmed it, obviously realised, no, those performances were epic. We can. And he's like, well, I guess we're not going to Montana then because clearly we don't need to. And then so they did it. All right, then, guys, well, were we scared? Yeah. No. Absolutely. There are some terrifying sequences in this. Yeah, did you no. say no, Sean? <laughs> yeah, I know, on. Tom. You this is piece big, of big, shit. Big. No, 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 no. Son of a bitch. 
No. You liar. <laughs> You've looked me in these eyes, in my sweet, soft, brown about. eyes, and you have told a lie. You've said, that, you've said that one of the scariest scenes in a movie is the, Tom, <laughs> the night vision People scene change. in Buffalo Bill's house. I've, Tom, I've grown. You said that like a year ago. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Less. Less. It might have been six months. Keep going, Thomas, Tom. Don't let him talk. You. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Thomas is referencing another podcast that we did where we talked about it, three scariest scenes in movies. And one of the ones that I chose was the night vision thing at the end where Clarice is stumbling sure. around the house. Yes. But this time when I watched it, it just didn't scare me, Tom. Like, this movie doesn't scare me anymore. I very much think of this as a thriller. Mm. For me, this isn't really a horror film anymore. Um, I think when I was 15 and I watched it, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. It was horrifying. I don't know now. Now I've watched. Now I'm scared by different things. I think. Mm. I just I'm sort of mesmerized by the performances in this and like the craft of the filmmaking. And I didn't really. I can't. There aren't really any moments that are scaring. The stuff, the stuff that's like yuck and unpleasant. But I wasn't. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, you know when we when we get scared on this show and we start getting angry and <laughs> curse Damo for coming up with the show <laughs> yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Didn't have that in this. I was just like, ah, oh, what a treat. What a film. Classic. Did you say thank you, Damo? Uh, I didn't, but now I want Damo. <laughs> now I'm saying thanks to Kat because she picked yeah. it up. Yeah. Hey, don't you uh, take my good thanks? Good. <laughs> Damn it! So close. <laughs> greedy little. That's right, Damo. I'll just I'll just let you know. Uh, I'll let everybody know. I found a little pack of cards the other day. They're thank you mm. cards with Paddington okay. on them. I'm going to write Ooh. you. A, I'll write you a thank you card. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, please. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you, Cat? Obviously, this is your this is your uh, chaser. This is your comfort movie. Is there any part of you that still gets scared watching this? Um, I think more because of the psychological elements of it are scary because we mm-hmm. do have people in the world that are like this. Yeah, there are yep. people who eat people. It's just a very. Um, Everything about it is very humanized mm-hmm. where it could happen. Um, there's nothing supernatural. So yeah. there's no me going, oh, no, that, that can't happen. Yeah, That yeah. won't happen. I mean, like, Jeffrey Dahmer ate people. Yes. That means, like, mm. there are other people out there that eat people. Yeah. That scares me. Well, that's where I found myself where, like, like how easily I could – I was charmed by by Hannibal, even though you're seeing he's, like – unblinking creepy gaze <laughs> there is still something so charming and intriguing about him I, I that when you catch yourself being like enamored you're like oh that's scary because it means if i do meet this type of sociopath psychopath i'm dead i'm dead <laughs> like yeah um and then same as you tom i i i definitely there were a couple of scenes that that got under my skin which is like yeah the the last scene that you mentioned, Carney, with the night vision. Anytime you're in Buffalo Bill's house is, is bad. pretty bad news. Yeah. But um, major shout out to Precious. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, Precious. I mean, this was a movie that didn't kill the dog, so I'm I'm more than happy with that. Pretty that happy. Is beautiful. Love yes. it. Yeah. Um, but then also, Carney, there were times I, I also wasn't as scared as I thought I was going to be because I was so impressed by how how quality this film was. Yeah. So I think I felt literally what all three of you felt, just in different measures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this is, I think, to date, the only horror film to win Best Picture. Wow. Yeah, yeah. well, they market that's it huge. as a thriller, not as a mm. horror. So that's why. Uh, I mean, I would argue that it is. Like, I don't really... I don't mm. know. You get very you get very hung up on this. Thing, no, I'm not hung up on it. <laughs> I'm just saying that for me, this is a thriller. But a thriller is a horror in a way. Yeah, right? I put thriller in horror. Mm. Yeah, I mean it is. Yeah. It is. It's just a. It's on the lower end of scary yeah. horror. Oh for yeah, me, yeah. Sure. It's not like. It's not you know some of the other. Sh- it's not Conjuring Two. No, no. Yeah. I haven't watched that. No, 
that no. and wait. Oh, oh yeah. We're braver than you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go crazy, Tom. Yeah, come yeah. on, Tom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, well, then how did our characters act, wisely or foolishly? Well, I'm yeah, I'm dumber than every character in this film, so I think they acted pretty well. <laughs> Three damn With one exception. With one exception, yeah. uh, Chilton is the dumbest oh. man. Oh, yeah, uh, he's yeah. an idiot. His ego just yeah. it means he's so... But Hannibal plays him like... Yes. Yeah, he gets everything he wants. Like, I feel so bad for those those cops that just they cop it because children sucks, and then he knows that, so he runs away. Mm. And that final shot. Oh that, yes, yeah. That, that just the credits lingering until you lose Hannibal in the crowd, and you're like, he's just out yeah. there. Yeah, that's what again. That's what this movie does well, and Hannibal's character does so well is like watching him stalk Chilton. You still get like that giddy thrill because Chilton's such a piece of shit. <laughs> you're like, take him out. Yes, yeah. So you're like, it's strangely a win at the end of the film. It, it is. You know, yeah. it is. Chilton sucks. We're all uh, guys. Let's be honest. We're all Team Hannibal. Yeah. Uh, He's a hero. I don't know if I'd call him a hero. Cat, you're Team Hannibal. I'm Team Clarice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look true. I mean, they're on the same team. Uh, That's a good <laughs> question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that both of both of you are just like I'm not copying this bullshit that you're selling, Tom. I'm I'm with you, Tom. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Team Manable. the A team, the H team. <laughs> Clarice definitely acted very wisely. Like even I was even thinking how there are a few points early on where I'm like, geez, I'm impressed by her. One is how like Hannibal mentions that her dad was a coal miner. Which he wasn't. He was a cop. But she doesn't call him on that. She doesn't tell him because obviously she knows she shouldn't tell him personal stuff about herself. But I really like that scene because it says, well, maybe Hannibal's not as all that. He's pretty much all that. But he's maybe not as all that as he thinks he is. Mm. But also that Clarice isn't going to give him that. And then even like even the scenes outside of Hannibal, um, when she needs to get into that storage uh, facility and she can't get the thing open and she knows she needs to get in there sooner than later. Great, I'll go get the jack from the car. Like, even those little elements of problem solving, she's just always yeah. so friggin' on it and so switched on. I There's there's nothing I can really fault her on. And she learns, too. How good's that head in the jar, though? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that head in the jar. Not good, though. I would put that up no. in my room. I would be like, fuck, fuck yeah, like, this hell. is going on my <laughs> shelf. Hang on, and we're on a watch list. You're on the watch list, I'm mate. not allowed to have human heads, yes. obviously, but I would. <laughs> yeah. If I could. <laughs> no, but she's she's clever too because uh, she learns. So you have that scene that's kind of a throwaway montage of her training at the academy. Mm. And then at the end where the guy's like, you're dead, Starling. Do you know why? You didn't check the corner. Yes. And then when she searches the house for Buffalo Bill, she checks every fucking corner. Right. She's propping doors shut with shovels. She's she's learning you know, yeah. how to adapt. The only situation she doesn't prepare for is that he turns off the lights and puts night vision goggles on. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sneaky. Yeah. I do think he's an idiot though. Oh, he's very Bill. stupid. Buffalo yeah. Bill. Oh, he's a dumbass. He, <laughs> how can you be killed in the position that he was in? Right. Like, he had a fucking gun on her. Yeah. She's able to turn around, spot him, and then pull the trigger. Pull the trigger, man. What are you, a fucking idiot? You are an idiot. <laughs> but he hadn't, he hadn't cocked it or whatever the terminology is. I don't know. I'm not guns. I think he had that, hadn't he? No, that's, that's how she hears him. No, but he, he, he cocked it, and that's what made her turn around. Mm. Maybe he had the safety on. She cocks it. And she turns around and fires immediately. Like, she doesn't aim. Mm. She just turns around and fires. And I think, Sean, yep. what about if I put it to you like this? What if that's just the film, again, showing you another example of a man underestimating oh, Absolutely Corey he Starling. did, because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. So he did mm. not act wisely. Mm. I was yes. going to yeah. say, Big Buffalo idiot. Bill spends the entire film capturing vulnerable women that are showing very little strength in whatever they're doing at that particular time. Mm. And Clarice Starling is just no fear, like, no hesitation whatsoever while she's looking for him he's watching her yep. yeah and then he's just like 
how do I kill someone that has this level of strength and I prey on vulnerability, not on strength. Mm. So how do I do this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a great call. I study a lot of serial killers. <laughs> really? Hey, you did criminology. That's the thing you did. No, criminology has got nothing to do with that, and I found out very quickly. And that's why you went into marketing, because that, yeah. that brought you close to the serial killers. Then. I study yes. real psychopaths yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, given that, cat, how do you think you would do with maybe us as your lackeys in this situation? Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> Well, you're safe because Buffalo Bill doesn't want to skin and wear you. So that's true. That's true. You're less safe. He hasn't met me. <laughs> he hasn't met you. You think he would get one look at you and go, "I've got to get in that skin." What if he looks at that those rosy cheeks and goes, "I just gotta have a, I gotta have a new wallet." <laughs> <laughs> I'd get distracted hugging the dog. To be honest, I'd be like, "Ooh, puppy." <laughs> oh, like I, I think our mission's to get in that house and, and get the dog back. Get it out of there. Mm. Fuck humans. I want the, I want the dog. <laughs> Although, can I raise the stakes on this a little bit? Like, I think as a group, we would be okay to take down Buffalo Bill. I think mm-hmm. there are, oh, there are four a few of us. us. Yeah. Yeah. There are four of us, and as Kat, you pointed out, he's not trying to skin the three of us. Yeah. Mm. The real trick is, though, could we befriend Hannibal Lecter? Oh, yeah. Good question, Tom. He'll see right through us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll just be like, you're dumb. Go away. He'll make me cry. He will. <laughs> but I, I, again, I think we. I don't think he would kill us either because I don't think he would deem us as being rude. I think we would be very polite to him. We wouldn't yeah. treat him with disrespect because mm. we know that's the rules, you mm-hmm. know? So I think we wouldn't be killed by him, but he won't help us. True. What do we need from him? Um, help to get Buffalo Bill. Okay, so we need. Okay, yeah. I'm screwed because I'm an oversharer, yeah. so I'll like tell him everything about me in the first five minutes. <laughs> so he'll be like quid pro quo, and then you would tell him everything. <laughs> everything he needs to know. Right. I just can't help myself. <laughs> right, he wouldn't even be able to get to the quid pro quo because no. you would have already told him everything. <laughs> then I'm on the opposite end because I don't want to talk about myself at all. But he'll just look at me and just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, just, he'll just start sniffing. At the fucking glass. He'd be like, oh, oh mate. was your daddy a farmer? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be gone. <laughs> I'll kill someone for him and that's not what he wants. <laughs> I'll do it. You'll just bring him a... You'll open a briefcase and it's just full of faces. <laughs> yeah, be like, I, just pick whichever one you want, uh, Big H. Yeah. And he'll be like, that's not my name. Don't call me. That's very rude. <laughs> but then, okay, here's my idea. Maybe we use cats oversharing to our advantage. He's, he's, a, he's hungry for information. Be like, hey... We've got an oversharer back here. Yeah. You give us some goods, we'll let her in. She'll share to your heart's content. You have, She'll you can give have you a three course meal. You have two hours with an oversharer. You'll learn four <laughs> life stories. I've got at least ten. Yeah, there you go. Right. We can just offer him Dr. Chilton, can't we? Surely, yeah. The ramifications for us? Probably jail for us. <laughs> I mean, if we. Probably like just issues with morality. <laughs> nah, Chilton sucks. Uh. <laughs> No one's going to miss him, that's for sure. No one's going to miss him. It's also implied that he tortures people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they talk about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He turns the TV on and deprives him of, like, food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bad dude. All right, he can go. Yeah, he can go. There is another problem, too, is that if I had to go into that prison, I would have noped the hell out of there as soon as that one prisoner said, I can smell your cunt. I would have been like, all right, I'm turning around. I can't deal with this. (laughs) Yeah. Big piece of shit, Miggs. Yeah. I wouldn't have even got to Hannibal. Yeah. I would have met Miggs and been like, yep, that's enough. Thank you very much. I'll go back the way I came. <laughs> I just wouldn't deal with the sperm being thrown oh, on my face, was, to be honest. That's true. That was horrendous. Yeah. I would vomit. Yeah. I'd throw some yeah. back. Just <laughs> <laughs> Two and can then, play this game. I'd say you vomit and I'd vomit and we'd all be vomiting and be yeah. a mess. Hannibal wouldn't respect <laughs> us because we have weak stomachs, which is not something that he likes. Yeah. His stomach's hard as fuck. It is. He's jacked. I gotta say that face 
scene. That's that's one of the great escapes of all time. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. And I used to I don't know why, but I used to threaten my brother with that all the time. <laughs> like if it, sure. <laughs> if he would annoy me, I would always go to that. I'd be like, why don't you just shut the fuck up or I'll cut your face off and wear it like a mask? <laughs> oh Christ. That that got a big run in my house. <laughs> <laughs> My um, dad used to say, if you two don't shut up, I'm going to rip your arms off and beat you with the soggy end. Oh, God. So I get it. I get it. Ooh, the soggy end. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Both fucked up. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to call my brother. <laughs> yeah, call your brother. Or... Call your nah. brother. Yeah. It's been a while since I've threatened him with that. <laughs> just call him and say that. That's it. <laughs> and then just hang up. Yeah. <laughs> I did have the thought that it would have been interesting if for that scene, how he escaped... If we'd actually saw that he escaped first and that the guard strung up in that with the sort of the wings of skin behind him oh. and and then seen how he did it, just to be like, holy crap, this guy's a superhero in the, or villain, mm. I should say, in that <laughs> yeah. like, how could he possibly do this? And then actually show, like, not that you didn't need to do that, but I thought, oh, that could have been a nice touch if we if we got this, like, how the fuck did he did it? And then see how he did it and go, holy yeah, crap. That been yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's, he had time and he's an artist. Yeah. 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 Look, I don't, I don't like our chances against Hannibal. I mean, he basically is a supervillain. Um, he's like the greatest villain of all time, isn't he? Didn't he get like voted best villain in a in a horror movie or something like that? That's cool. That checks out. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm. Top top fifty or something. He was number one. Yeah, and Clarice was like in the top ten heroes. Right. So, Perfect. Yeah. Given Powerful. given both of those facts, I don't think these four. Bugalugs are having any chance at actually beating no. this guy. <laughs> no way. No, absolutely not. Considering we can't even get past some bit of jizz on our faces. We're, we're <laughs> the thought. Oh, my God. Like him spider Manning people is disgusting. <laughs> is that what it's called? I'm not a boy. I don't know. Look, I'm a boy and I, I've never done it, so I don't right. know that's what it is. Oh, I don't know. I thought boys just have names for weird shit Hang they on, think you, is you funny. We're the kind of boys that do that to people. <laughs> If we have to name it now, I guess it's a Migs. Yeah. He did a Migs. <laughs> he Migs him. He Migs him. Yeah. He gave him the full Migs. I'm surprised she she was very strong in that moment. I would have, yeah, I would have mm. lost my lunch. Although, does that then endear us to him? Because that's what he does to Clarice. That happens. He then kills Migs and agrees to help her. Yes, it does. Mm. So, actually, maybe we do catch Buffalo Bill after all, guys. Yep. And right. he's our friend for life because we give him Chilton. But how does he kill Migs? I, okay, look, I watch this movie, like I said, almost five times a year. How does Migs die? He talks him into killing himself. Yeah, swallows his own mm. tongue. Oh, yeah, because that's, I remember that. Mm. And I'm like, but how do you swallow your yep. own tongue? You talk to him all night. <laughs> Yep. He would have just yeah. been doing some weird shit with his head and just making him kill himself. Yeah. Well, on the swallowing of the tongue, I, I, I read because there was someone who's like, oh, but you can't actually swallow your own tongue. Like, oh. Basically, the the what people are sort of pissed together is that he basically made him bite off his own tongue and then, and then swallow it yep. and choke <sighs> on it. No, you have to put it right there in front of me, otherwise I'm not going to know. <laughs> yeah, this is why this is why Hannibal's got to make us run like maestro or maze. Yeah, and this this way we're not we're not going to catch Buffalo Bill then. If we can't do crumbly bits, we're <laughs> fucked. I'll hold him off. I'll just tell him about like my mental health from the last ten years. Mm-hmm. That's about six hours for you guys to get right. away. Cool. Great. All right. Done. Good. So then we just got to avoid Migs and his jizz, and we're at, we're home free. Right. Yeah. I'll get him before he has a chance to get us. I'll do that for the team. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, someone's got to go in as the shield and let the other two out. That's Tom. Tom Reed, human cum shield. That's... Uh... <laughs> You're the sacrificial lamb, Tom. I'm about to start screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. I've been Kat. And Kat, big thank you for joining us today. It was an absolute treat. Thank you so much for having me to talk about my favourite movie.
movie ever. Absolute pleasure. And if you scaredy listeners have any comments about this episode or would like to say hi, you can email us at threescaredboys at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Awkward Trade. And I'm at Catstead underscore. The normal Catstead still has my name, so I'm coming for you. Oh. <laughs> Stay scared, everyone. Oh, was your daddy a farmer? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.